Hello, my beautiful people, my beautiful warriors. Another day, another episode here, um, Breaking the Silence with Carla. Hashtag sexual abuse warriors. And have another hashtag, child sex sexual abuse survivor. Why I added child sexual abuse? Because I was abused when I was a child. So I really want to, um, I think that's one of, as I'm going on this journey, um, I get, when, okay, I wanna serve and help all warriors to me um i don't feel like i want to have an specific um or be a specific on who i want to support or raise awareness for uh, sexual abuse happened in different many ages uh, well i should have said many but it doesn't necessarily only happen to child. It happens to um, to teenagers, to um, older people too. So I feel like at this point right now, I don't feel like there's any difference. I mean, if we go deep into really the difference um, being abused when you're a child. I mean, everything's trauma. And if we're gonna go into details on what, um, who gets affected more, then it's just, as a child, obviously you get so affected because you're a child. You're barely developing your, um, your personality and you just figure in life as it goes and then you you go through a um you go through sexual abuse and it just mess up with you growing so i for right now i don't want to get into the, i mean that's i guess that's what that's one of the reasons why i just wanted to be uh general uh, just sexual abuse victims. Um, but lately I've just been getting quite a few uh, questions about who who are you raising awareness for? Like, I guess more specific into like for child, uh, as, a, as, a, as a little kids or, um, or teenagers or adults women are men but like and i didn't really think about that because like i said i just wanted it to be open to just victims to survivors warriors right um i guess i was thinking um as a child you're not gonna go or I don't know, now with technology maybe, but back then when I was little, you would not just go and try to go on the internet and and look for 
for help as a little kid, right? Um, you start looking for help more when you're older. Um, so I guess that's why I didn't want to just, um, um, I don't know, I didn't really thought about just focusing on child sexual abuse because it affects, like you actually, um, most, most victims, uh, most victims, um, um, how can I say it? Oh my God, I can't say this word. Like um, start um, looking for help or accepting it, start going through process of healing when you're older. I'm 33. Um, again, the first time I broke the silence, I was 21 years old, 21, 22. Um, and then I kind of bury it again. And then I open up again when I was 30. And three years later, I had to break the silence again about the second time I was molested. So, and it happened to me when I was two years old. So imagine, right? But I just thought I added it on my hashtag because I was sexually abused as a child. And, and then that's one of my reasons for this mission that I have that um, to help and seriously one day to stop this crime, I don't know what else to call it, um, and prevent another, for another child to be sexually abused and um, and for someone to steal their childhood, their, yeah, basically their childhood because someone is stealing that from you. You, when you're that little, you grow up confused. Um, and then we all different, but um, there's a couple things that, or a couple, as I'm going on this journey, um, I'm really getting very curious and interesting, interested about how more in deep on, for example, as a kid, as a child, what really um, affects a child after being sexually abused? And I've been doing some research and from my experience, I mean, come on, and my sister's experience. Uh, one of my sisters, um, I can see it too, uh, both of us, I mean, all three of us had this trauma since we were little. But for me, and like I said, I'm not, not everyone reacts the same way, but I feel like pretty much every child that goes through that, it has almost the same 
um, reaction. Um, like for me, it really affected my identity. And I said this on one of my first episodes in podcast about how um, at the age of five, you start developing your personality. And I was sexually abused when I was two years old. So it's very interesting to know that or to really think about deeply into how how would I be, right? So is this, now that I'm 33, is this really my personality now? Which I think it is now because I've done quite a bit of healing and I've really, I'm still working on it. I'm still getting to know Carla more and more every day. I feel like being sexually abused at such a young age really confused my brain, my body, my everything. It confused everything about me. Um, so I really want to go more deep into if this happened to everyone else. I think it does affect, but in, I want to know in what extent. And one thing that I want to start my episodes with talking about, I want to raise awareness. So I really want to, to talk and break the silence and really get out there um, the message. So as the uh, research that I was doing, uh, this, this, um, these um, statistics come from uh, rain, R-A-I-N-N dot org. Um, and it tells um, you about child sexual abuse. Um, and for example, uh, one in nine girls and uh, one in 53 boys under the age of 18 experience sexual abuse or assault at the hands of an adult. 82% of all victims under 18 are female. Females aged 16 to 19 are four times more likely than the general population to be victim of rape, attempt rape, or sexual assault. The effects of a child's sexual abuse can be long-lasting and affect, and affect the victim's mental health. Victims are more likely than non-victims to experience the following mental health changes, um, sorry, challenges. Uh, about four times more likely to develop symptoms of drug abuse, about four times more likely to experience PTSD as an adult, about three times more likely to experience a major depression episode as an adult. I have PTSD for sure and I deal with depression. Um, out of the uh, sexual abuse cases before, 
to CPS in 2013, 47,000 men and 50,000 women were the alleged perpetrators. In 88% of the sexual abuse claims, um, the substantiates are fined for evidence of the perpetrator, perpetrator is a male, and 9% of cases they are females. Um, so this is just a little bit of information that I wanted to give you guys. Um, and I feel like uh, I'm gonna be adding, adding it uh, or talking about it in each episode because I just really want to put out there and stress the fact that this is happening every single day. A child, it's been sexually abused. Not one, not two. Many are being sexually abused even right now. I was sexually abused many times throughout the day. Could be in the morning, afternoon, evening, at night. Any time of the day. And it could happen in your own home. It could happen with someone that you know or you even think is really close to you. And if we don't make this subject more open to talk in or with family, this is not going to stop Someone has to break these patterns. I'm also being very interested to know what goes in the perpetrator's mind. These men, even women, that are committing these crimes, what is it that they, they're thinking when they're even think about doing it, when they're about to do it, when they're doing it? What are they thinking? And this is one of my missions too. And sometime at the beginning of next year, I'm really going to make this trip to visit both of my uncles, confront them and ask them why, why they did it. I really want to know. Um, I really want to, I'm sorry if I'm saying really so much. <laughs> I just realized I'm just saying it so much. But I want to really get this word and this movement campaign out in the world because something needs to happen. This can happen forever. It can't. It happened to me. It happened to my sisters. It happened to my mom. It probably happened to my cousins too. And this is probably happened right now. It's happening right now to some innocent child. An innocent child right now. And it needs to stop. 
it needs to stop. And like I said before, if I can only help one, one to not be abused and taken away their identity, their childhood, I can die happily. I've been the last few days, guys, I've been very passionate, more, even more passionate than I've been since I started thinking about serving my warriors. I've been more passionate about it. I've been more hungry to know how to stop this. So if this message gets to anyone out there that has been through sexual abuse as a child, even as an adult, please, please reach out to me because I want to get as many stories as possible to start speaking about it, to start opening up about it and get this subject on the table in the family. So, it, so this subject, I don't, for many years, this subject about sexual abuse, it's been a shame. It's been quiet. No family wants to talk about it. And this needs to stop. I feel like when we start talking about it more and when we start realizing that it can happen anywhere, everywhere with the closest family member that you have, something's gonna happen. Something is going to happen. And that's my mission. So recapping a little about what I was on my story that I was uh, sharing with you all. Um, I stopped at the family um, culture background um, part because I thought it was important for everyone to know that background and culture matters. That it's important for us to know where we came from and how was our background, how was our grandmas, how they grew up, what they thought our mothers, our fathers, what they what kind of guidance they had. Because I don't want everyone to go around blaming their family for what happened. I don't blame my family. I don't blame my mom. I don't blame my dad. Why? Because again, look at how they grew up. My grandma's probably, it happened the same thing to them. But again, we go back again into the subject. This topic is not talk on the table. No one wants to talk about it. No one. And I'm 
I'll be more than happy and it makes me happy for my neighbors to know that I was sexually abused by my uncle, my dad's brother. Before, even before when I got older and I started thinking about um, what if I tell someone, I remember one of my first thoughts was, no, but the neighbors are gonna find out and they're gonna point at me. Seriously, that's one of the first thoughts I had. They're gonna point at me. They're gonna say, oh, that was the girl that was sexually abused by her uncle. And that will scare me. I didn't wanna be that one girl. I didn't want them to see me as that one girl. But right now, I'm more than happy for all my neighbors of that place where I grew up to know who did it and what I went through. My mom, my mom is amazing and she's so hungry for, she's so hungry for a change. And she wants to go with me when I confront my uncles. And she said something that at first I didn't really, I was like, hmm. Cause she's like, she was like, it's not, I don't, I, I shouldn't be carrying this pain by myself. And at first I was like, mm. and she's like, no, because her brother and my dad's brother, they're not really having a peaceful life because what they did, they carry it with them. It, it's there in their mind. And that's a pretty sad life. Knowing that you did something you shouldn't have done, knowing that you did something that it hurt someone else. And you have to carry that for the rest of your life. That's not a life. So I was telling my mom about that and I was like, you know, did you imagine the way they, they're living right now? They carry, they carry that in the back of their head every single day. That's not a peaceful life, but it's important and it's fair that their families know. Their families should know who they really are and what they did. So that's what my mom was talking about. She's like, I shouldn't be carrying this pain or this weight just by myself. His wife should know. Both of their wives should know. Both of their moms should know. Everyone should know. So, um, I, I think I got a little <laughs> sidetracked. I always get, um, I always get into another. <laughs> I just get so like, uh, uh, uh. but so, so yeah, um, I slowly want to start going back to my story um because like i said i i, I kind of pause everything and talk about the family um which it, there will be another there's gonna be another episode with that about that to talk about my mom's life growing up that wow uh and my dad's my dad passed away uh he's not around with us anymore but he also had a very interesting life so i would like to share that with you guys too 
and then some sometime um, when I see the time on the uh, next future episodes, we're gonna go back to that. But um, slowly, I'm gonna start going back to what what I left on the story, which was still pretty little, because I really I'm open and I'm I'm ready and I'm good giving you guys all the details growing up. And um, and I was still, when I stopped to talk about breaking patterns, about culture and background, I was still uh, the part of my story at a very young age when uh, my mom would leave me uh, because she'll have to go to work, my mom, my, my mom and my dad, and um, I would cry and, uh, so that was still pretty, pretty young, pretty young age. And um, talking a little bit about that, I just, like I was telling you guys, it really stole my identity. Um, being really young and knowing that, being confused on what, what is happening, knowing that it's not, knowing that it's not, um, it's not right, what's happening. Uh, but also confused at the same time, right? Uh, confused that someone older is doing it to you. It just doesn't feel right. Obviously, it just doesn't look right. Nothing, nothing looks and feels right. But an older person is doing it. So you question that, right? Um, I was telling you guys that also growing up, um, the, my family that I grew up with um, don't really ever give kids the right of communicate and talk. It was never really a thing to ask um, the kids, how are you? Um, why are you crying? How, how are you feeling? No. Uh, the adults were always just so worried about working and providing for the family. And kids were just kids. Um, and as a kid, you play and you go to school and you have to be good in school and you have to get straight pants. As I was telling you guys, um, I think I mentioned it in Mexico, um, the grades are one to 10, not um, in the US is uh, A, B, C, D. <laughs> But in Mexico, it's one to 10. 10 is like perfect. <laughs> so yeah, you have to always, you know, your job is to be good in school, get, get a straight 10s and, um, and just being around and be a kid and help around the house. Also, that was another big task growing up is that you have to uh, help around the house always have to be useful for something. They always send you to the store, send you to the market, um, clean this, clean that, um, always, always help to cook or help to, to set up the table or help to clean the table, wash the dishes, always. We always have to be active doing, doing something. But as I was telling you guys, like crying wasn't really, um, if a little kid cry, it wasn't never like, why are you crying? Are you okay? No, it was more like, stop crying. There's no reason to cry. <laughs> so 
And I guess at, and now going back, this is why I stop and talk about the background because, and again, a lot of people will be like, what a horrible family, you know? How can you talk like that to a kid? But let's go back again. That's how the, the generations, the cultures, you know, it's like it's being taught from one generation to the next. So they just, that's what they knew that they, they didn't know any better. That's what they knew. So, um, you know, you pass it on. And again, this is why it's important breaking the silence and breaking patterns. Um, and so, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, talk to you guys today a little bit about um, um, the little research I've been doing and I'm gonna be doing it every single day and giving you guys more info about um, child sexual abuse or just sexual abuse for any age. Um, and, um, and then I'm also going to have um, phone numbers where um, I want to gather a few phone numbers where victims uh, or my warriors can go and find some help, whether it's uh, to find a therapist or if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, please, please reach out to someone. I'm going to get a couple phone numbers too uh, from the US, from Mexico. I mean, there's people who watch me in Australia and the UK. So I, I'm trying to get as many phone numbers I can to put it out there um, and help, just help um, whoever is going through a tough time right now. And mostly right now that we're at the end of the year, uh, Christmas uh, is very hard for some people. It was hard for me um, as a, an ex as I just told you guys, um, when you go through big trauma like that, you experience PTSD and depression. And the last, this month, it's been a little hard for me being away from family. Um, it's not the first, first year I've been away from family. Last year I was away from family, but I think I was a little bit more busy um, I was doing work exchange in Sweden. So there was a big family um, at this place that I was doing work exchange. So it was very, um, I was active and I was busy all the time. And it was, I was in Sweden, which was a dream uh, being in Sweden, snow in the middle of the forest. It was amazing. Um, right now um, I'm in a place where um, I felt like I'm in a place where I don't really want to be, <laughs> mm, and um, and that make that's making me more uh, having those roller coaster feelings that um, you know those those thoughts and feelings that you have like oh like I don't I'm not where I would like to be, and then family is away. You can't see your family, your loved ones, those special people that you would like to be with or see. They're not around, and you basically around people that don't really, you don't really feel like you fit in, and that makes it harder. Like that's my situation right now. Um, I don't feel like I fit in with a lot of people that I'm around with right now. And, um, 
and just I like I, I was telling you guys in my last episode I really felt like I was taking a big step back but today I was listening to Ed Milet go look for him on Instagram he has a podcast YouTube channel he's amazing um, and then he was just talking about how instead of um, feeling like a victim or like, mm, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. It's just, you know, life happened to us, you know, life, no, life happened for us, not to us. <laughs> life happened for you, not to you. And, uh, and it's true, you know, um, I feel like sometimes um, it's hard to see the, the, it's hard to see the, the beauty of why things are happening to you at the moment, right? But um, it's 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 all a part of like um, appreciation, being grateful, and just seeing the the beauty and seeing the the best of everything. And I know I talk about being extremely positive. You can still be grateful and and really think. I mean, it's just also he he said something about um, your life is the quality of the questions you ask yourself. And when you find yourself in a situation that you're like, like lately I'm like asking myself very good quality questions to start to keep moving forward, right? Because I'm like, if I'm not happy here, this is not what I want. What do I want? Where do I want to be, right? So then we start um, asking good quality questions, to start identifying and moving forward instead of just keep complaining or keep feeling bad for where we are or what we have. So um, I I know sometimes when we're in the funk or the those those feelings of feeling that the feelings the, when you feel down, when you feel like life it's like no point, whatever, it's it's kind of hard to understand and then reprogram your brain. I mean, I've been there and, but it's possible. Um, one thing that, I, if I can say it in just my, my words and I hope it reach out to you. Um, I know there's Ed Milet, all the people that I know. I mean, I have, all my mentors have these amazing words that they just, saying is like oh my god it's like wisdom you know and um and then sometimes I feel like oh my god like I want to have those words but if I can just tell you something right now it's like seriously just really assess your life if you're feeling confused and if you're feeling unhappy for where you are, what you have and who you are, really, really sit down and assess your whole life. Why are you feeling like that? What is making you feel like that? Who are you? What do you want? Where do you want to be? Because sometimes we don't ask those questions, we don't ask or those questions to ourselves. We, we don't really ask them. We just live in the moment of sadness and depression. But really, we need to assess 
our life. Pause everything, really look around and then see what you want in life and then fight for it. Find a way, there is always a way. And this is just also some of the questions I've been telling myself um, as I feel like I make a big step back because I wanted to put my 100% on my movement, on this movement, but then uh, financially and, and stability is not the greatest. And I'm so blessed from all the financial help I've been getting from a lot of people, all my loved ones and special people that I have around. I'm so blessed and so fortunate and so grateful for that. Um, but okay, I'm gonna end this episode here and um, I'm gonna have, um, go watch my Instagram because I'm gonna be having some um, heavening short sessions uh, for everyone that is feeling down, down and feeling doubt at this time of the, the year as year as the year is coming to an end. So we're gonna do we're gonna be doing some heavenings, little short sessions, um, affirmations and just really, really um, reset and reprogram those emotions and feelings. So go on my YouTube, on my YouTube. Well, you know what? I was gonna add it on this YouTube, but I'm, I'm just gonna be putting, um, posting them on Instagram. So go to my Instagram, check them out. They're gonna be on uh, IGTV or depending on how long they are. Uh, and next time, next time on this episode, I'm gonna be adding a heavening short session at the end. Um, again, the same thing uh, for everything, for uh, depression, feeling lonely, down, doubting yourself. So I'm gonna be adding some havening. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited because I've been um, training to become a havening practitioner. And then havening is a psychosensory technique. It's, um, it's basically touching uh, technique. Um, you rub your arms, your face, your, the palms of your, of your hands. So there's a specific points in your body where you, um, where you, um, um, what's it called? Um, generate delta waves. And then when you're generating delta waves and then you're program your mind, um, it helps you actually to reprogram your mind. So, so if you have a, a, a feeling and then you're, you're, you're feeling your trigger, you're feeling down or scared, and we start doing a, and generating delta waves, and then we start adding different thoughts and feelings on that situation, you start to program, and it helps that we're generating delta waves. So I'll explain more deeply on my next episode. But yeah, don't miss those uh, little short sessions of Havening on my Instagram. Um, I am breaking the silence. And um, I also post them on I am Carla Isaac. I repost them from 
uh, I am breaking the silence. But yeah, go to I am breaking the silence. They'll be right there. They'll also be on my Facebook, Carla Isaac. And um, thank you, my beautiful people. Thank you, my warriors. And um, next episode, I'm going to be going back to my story, sharing more about me growing up <laughs> and um, a little heavening session at the end and more info about sexual abuse around the world. Just more info every single day. Uh, well, not, not every single day, <laughs> I take that back. Um, I was telling you guys also one of my episodes that I was gonna be doing five episodes a week. Honestly, like I said, because I, I told you guys I got sick and like it's just been all over the place. Um, these days we don't even know what day we are, <laughs> what day it is, we don't even know. So for sure there'll be episodes um, five days a week, um, maybe four days a week, depending also on how long the episodes are. And, and slowly everything's gonna be getting more structure and structure. I'm learning as I'm going, guys. I really want to provide the best, best um, content and the best information for all of you guys and really sharing my story. Don't be ashamed of your story because it will inspire others. So I love that quote. Um, so share, let's share, you know. Um, okay, my beautiful people, my beautiful warriors, what am I grateful for today? Today I'm grateful for the food. I'm grateful, actually, before even the food, I'm grateful to be able to have resources to buy food and eat. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so I'm grateful for the resources I have to eat delicious food. Um, I am, I am, um, <coughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm getting better, but my throat is just, it gets dry when I talk a lot um, after getting sick. And I appreciate about me, what I appreciate about me. I appreciate that, um, I appreciate the love I have. I appreciate how much I love. How much can I love someone? How much I love? It's just the love I have inside me. It's so intense. Um, some people don't really, they get probably scared or they're, some people get overwhelmed by my love. <laughs> but I, when I love someone or something, I just, so, I'm just so passionate and I love with everything I have inside me. And it can be a little too much for some people, but I appreciate that about me. So again, comment below, send me a message, tell me what you're grateful for, what you appreciate about yourself. Please interact with me, send me your comments, questions that you have. I also wanna add one day, I already said that on my previous episode, one of my episodes that I want to add a Q&A day to. So please questions, everything you have, please send it. I will have a Q&A episode. And um, okay, my beautiful people, my beautiful warriors, 
I hope all of you guys are having an amazing, amazing last couple or few days of 2020. Um, please, if you're alone, you're not the only one. Just know that you're not the only one. You get through this. Just, just really look around and, and count five things that you're grateful for. It's gonna make you feel so much better. That worked for me. I was feeling lonely and I look around and I thought about all the things I'm blessed, I'm grateful for, that I feel lucky, fortunate about, and it really changed. Um, so think about that. Think about that and that's gonna make you feel less, less unhappy and lonely. There's always something around us that we're great, we should be grateful for. So, okay, kisses, hugs. Thank you, my beautiful people and my beautiful warriors. And see you on the next episode or talking to you in the next episode because not everyone watches my YouTube video, which you guys should go and watch. <laughs> okay, kisses, bye-bye.